What's up, everybody, and welcome to Assemble XP. I am one of your hosts, Matt, and joined with me, as always, is my co-captain, the Canuck with the puck. He wants to fuck. No, that's not it. Uh, Court, how are you, my friend? How is your weekend? He's back, guys. He's back from vacation. Did you like that intro? Uh, I was yeah, saving was just, that one. Yeah, like the, <laughs> three. Well, he wants. To, I don't even know where you're going. That's <laughs> supposed to be an F bomb, but hey, yes, I I am back from vacation. Keep it um, PG. To the listeners and the viewers, uh, cloud gaming is amazing, except when you don't have good internet. That was That's... the one thing I heard about you all week long. Mm -hmm. You were like, having a great time, but my Wi-Fi, just, it's just breaking everything. Oh, I, I barely, I could barely get Twitter working. So when um, Gamescom happened to watch the videos or even like going through my emails, like it was just like, it felt like. I remember what dial up was like because that's what it like. I was joking in my head. I was just like, like it was just so bad. Oh, you poor man. I was up north. I was up north and it, well, farther north than where I live. And we were supposed to have our own Wi Fi hub. So I was all excited. I brought my controller. I was like, oh, I'm going to play on the iPad. I was going to play some Psychonauts 2. And the I could get it to come up and I see the jet go across the screen, you know, the cloud yep. gaming jet. Yep. Shooting across the screen. That's that's what a and jet sounds it, like. And then it just no, that that was it. It some error messages came up or or sorry, it, messages were telling me my Wi-Fi wasn't good enough, and that was it. And it's I tried three or four times. I even went to uh the that the the place where the where we rented the cottages and all that. They have like a like a like lobby. a place. Yeah, okay, like a yeah. lobby, and they have a Wi-Fi or a computer. Mm -hmm. And I tried that too. I did learn for future reference if I was hardwired. Be fine. Uh, yeah, they so they had a LAN cable there and you could have done they it. They have an Ethernet cable to plug in. So we're going to go back to this place next year. So next year, what I'm going to do is just bring the Series S and then plug the Ethernet. We've talked about this. Your wife won't let this happen. <laughs> you uh, you barely be got through with the iPad. It's like going through customs court. You can't just be like, ah, oh, it's cool. Next year, I'll just bring hey. The controller and the console and the TV and everything. Psychonauts 2 just dropped. I was like, oh, all I want to do is play it. Code provided by Xbox. So I already had it. And I was like, I can be playing this game. And and, then, and it was a big week because you did leave and you were like, it's Gamescom. Like, yeah, but. Yeah, and, and then something else we'll talk about. Some things were dropped and I couldn't pre-order them because it's just my Internet didn't work. Dude, this is why he's so angry this week. He's just so frustrated. He came home. You you left going into vacation thinking, I got all this Xbox stuff to play. And then you just got all disappointed. It's okay. It's okay. I'll get over it. You know, it's just, they're just things. They're just things. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on here. Just a little malfunction with the streams, pictures. You're moving, I think. There we go. All right. Keep going, Court. Minimize so, something and it glitched on me. Keep while going. I was away on my beautiful vacation, yes, the lovely family, there was something called Gamescom, and Xbox yes! had their their stream, and they covered a bit of news. Now, before you uh, get into that, can I just say mm -hmm. for the show mm -hmm. and for if there's an audio listener out there, this is the most like overly branded Xbox episode I think you and I have done so far. Yes. I'm wearing the shirt. That's just coincidence. It's Sunday when we're recording this. I just happen to be wearing it. You have, you're all green everything. 
And obviously the way like we do the, the the stream and everything is all Xbox branded too. And then like the accent lights. It's very Xbox. It's very on brand today, as they say. So good. And good. I got a little Master Chief on the shelf now. See, there you go. I gotta get one too. I, I saw it. You showed me you sent me pictures of that one. I was like, I need it. I need it. I ordered it while uh while drinking off Amazon. That's usually a bad move, my friend. And that on no kit, no word of a lie. That took about a half an hour just to go through. Because <laughs> your damn internet. <laughs> oh. the Sitting there at the checkout here, just like, come on. There's people like, oh, you could just use your data. No, that doesn't work either. If the internet doesn't work, it, nothing is no, working. The signal's just gone. Yeah, I could barely get text messages. It was. Gamescom. It was good. Yes, Gamescom. So, Games, Gamescom happened. Talk to me. Talk to all of our friends. What the so heck happened? We, we're just going to do a little recap of what happened. I'm not going to go in order. Um, I will say that they did lead off the show with Dying Light 2. It is a game that I actually, from Techland, it, it is a game that I am excited for. Did you play the first one? Uh, I did. I, I truly, this was one of the games where I, it was right at the beginning of the PS4 life cycle. Yep, yep. And I believe it dropped in like January. January or February, yeah. Yeah. yeah when no other games. And now, nowadays. Now February is like dropped, everything. Yeah. 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 So I remember that dropping and I was like, well, there's nothing else to play. So I bought it and it was back when the consoles just came out. You just were craving games. So I bought that game and I loved it. Same. I finished it. I got the DLC. I, yep. I finished, I, I debated when I got my Xbox series X to buy it again, but they don't have um, an updated version or an X and S version. So I didn't buy it again because I wanted to play it again. So I'm excited for this game. But when I looked at the release date, it coincides with, halo infinite which yeah we could talk about i guess i can bring that right in there is a release date which didn't get announced to the next day but it's going to get released at the same time so for me i don't think i'm going to buy it right away it doesn't make sense to me and and to be another thing that was weird to me you led the show with it and then there was no day and date on Game Pass. And I and it's not that I want mm. every game to be on Game Pass. Right. Yeah. You're, you're, you're leading the show and this is the third party developer. And you're like, we're putting Arrow Marvels behind it. How is it not on Game Pass? I agree. You want to kick off Gamescom on the Xbox side? You think that they want to just be like, here's Forza, here's the peripherals, here's Halo, here's whatever our major thing. Even if you wanted to just show what 30 seconds of a halo scissor reel trailer before you get into the the whole reveal and like deep dive of halo on the second day even um that would be to me that would be good or make more sense but yeah showing off dying light too same as you excited for it i loved the first one i love that it was a surprise hit and a game that i came back to and was like scary enough but i felt like i got because of the parkour elements because it felt kind of like far cry and I and I got zombies in there. It, it hit it hit at the right time, and I'm excited for the second one. But like you, I'm kind of like it doesn't have to be on Game Pass, but I'm surprised that it's not announced. I wonder if it will. What do you think? Do you think we'll get this thing on Game Pass? Honestly, I that was another part that I was a a little disappointed in. Now, the good news is I for for myself actually I didn't know all the announcements i was trying to keep up i remember messaging you and i'm like i can't keep up to this like it's it's, it's a lot it's not working for me because no my twitter feed wasn't rolling down so I'm like forget it <laughs> so i waited till i got home to see all the big news 
except on day two i got i was told of all the things that were dropping and that i couldn't get a hold of but um i didn't watch most of it so i watched all the stuff when i got back right to watch videos so i got to watch two days of it together so the way i look at it is if you would have taken those shows and just done one day no one would have been walking away depressed because all the the videos and the twitter feeds everything that i saw after day one people were like what was that it was the first time i think in this next gen the x and s that people were like microsoft what were you thinking like it was it was a dud Mm -hmm. of a showcase but i will give microsoft credit they all came out ahead of time and said this is what it's going to be it's true you had expectations built in yeah but i did like the humble bumble humble game stuff the hunt which is humble bundle um those those indie games that looks fantastic i was expecting more game pass news what did you want what do you what were you kind of hoping hoping for a third-party title i was either hoping for star wars or dying light or battlefront or battlefield i mean sorry yeah i don't i don't care if that shows up there i i i won't play it if it does or doesn't that's Mm. not a game i I even care about. I'm not a big multiplayer guy, so I just don't care. See, for me, I'm like I don't want to go down the rabbit hole of Call of Duty this year, Vanguard, whatever it is. I Vango. I have no interest in that this year, and especially with everything that's been going on uh, with them over there at Activision, I have very little interest in giving them any of my money. And Battlefield is one that I was looking. F- I am looking forward to. I will probably pick up if not at launch or close. I'm just. I'm kind of waiting to see if they would turn around and be like, yeah, here it is on Game Pass. Because it's a lot. It's like, it's, you know, in Canada, like that game's going to be 90 bucks and everything. And I'm sitting there with, not to go on a tangent or go off, but like between Battlefield and Halo right now, I'm going to be going over to Halo because it's Halo and also it's Game Pass and it's free essentially. Like, I can't wait. Well, see, that's the way I look at it. I look at what am I going to be putting myself in an ecosystem right now? So yep. I've already I got to play the uh, the Halo multiplayer beta, uh, the flight deck. Mm-hmm. I had so much fun. I thought that was phenomenal. So for me, I already know December 8th is the Halo release date. I know from then on that's the game I'm going to play. So do I want to invest my time in Battlefield? knowing that I'm just going to drop off the hill and go right into Halo. So for me, with Battlefield's only multiplayer, I'm a huge single-player person. So I can always have a multiplayer game on the side that I'm playing, and Halo will be that game. But I still want those single-player experiences. Like They talked about Psychonauts, too, in this. They should have led the show with that. Yeah, that's odd, isn't it? So much fun with that game. Same here. So much fun with that game. And it's... It's been praised across the board, like up and down. Everyone loves the thing on day on launch day. Like when we covered it, um, I know I think you just went on vacation that day. The amount of coverage that game was getting, obviously because it's launch day, but how positive everybody seemed to be out on the Internet and for Xbox uh, in particular, because it's across platforms. But people were just raving about it. And it's awesome. And why not? Like. Why not lead with that? It goes back to that first point. You you led the conference with Dying Light, which is non-exclusive. Now, why wouldn't you want to come over, start off with a really hot game that literally just released and it's killing it so that you could grab a little bit more of an audience 
for people that maybe haven't picked it up yet and say it's available on Game Pass because it is. And again, like just to be able to come out, like if people are clicking on to watch it at the beginning, say, well, what's Gamescom? Oh, Xbox is going to announce stuff if you're very casual. Why wouldn't you want to see Psychonauts to start off and go, oh, that game. And they can just be like, it's available now. That gets people to click on their Xbox and to turn on their consoles and try it and try it out. It's a great game. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't lead with that. Glad it was there, but. That's a very good point. I always thought that these sizzle reels or um, infomercials, let's, let's call them what they are, yeah. should be about getting you to turn on your console or wanting to turn on your console. So if they should have been Xbox, you could have done uh started off with psychonauts 2 then done dying light then do flight simulator yep. then even that the, even that little snippet of sea of thieves with the borderland stuff makes me want to go in and just unlock it unfortunately i was away i couldn't do that i think it'll be a little too late for me to hop in and go get it because it, it, it mentioned more than once that it was all through that gamescom window um and then the humble bumble bundle stuff jesus i'm gonna keep doing that i it just can't. Hubba, bubba. and then I was actually more shocked than anything that they had stuff about State of Decay 2. Um, I did I, I did jump into that game. Uh, no, not for meh. you. I loved it, man. It was a meh. It's big now, like in terms of just what they put in for content. Uh, I played State of Decay 1 a little bit, and it was janky and bare bones. State of Decay 2, when it launched, I remember playing it on Xbox and thought, okay, I heard about the first one. The second one had me interested. I thought it was fine that they had beefed it up a little bit more and it polished it to make sure that it was running fairly smoothly. But again, it was still not great. But over the last, oh, I don't even know now, three years, they have, every time I go back into it, it's completely refreshed and updated. So like now it's at 60 frames and... It's got HDR and they've updated and they've given you expansions and all of this stuff in the world and they keep announcing even more stuff. That's why I was like, yeah, more stuff for State of Decay 2? I'm like, great. Because clearly cool. there's a player base there, right? A hundred percent. And and what they're giving is they're giving you State of Decay 1 um, in State of Decay 2. I wouldn't have played it. My biggest problem with a game like that and even a game like Sea of Thieves is I wish it was had that still you have that grind and that multiplayer thing mm -hmm. and you can play with other people but still had that like division two where i could just go off yeah. and do things on my own i got gotcha. so, you you want to have that element but it versus i gotta I, both. I gotta build my camp and maintain it and everything like i get you and i'm with state of k2 again it's a, that is a game that for me like the third one i'm very excited to see what they do can they can they take what they've learned from the second one especially and really crank it up a notch to get a broader audience like even yourself in there to be like okay i could veer off and and do a lot more solo stuff and not worry that my camp and everyone at base is dead or getting hunted down or whatever or they're out of water but that i don't know there for me there's something about those games that whether it's state of decay or even uh the jurassic world ones like the jurassic park ones i played that thing on game pass and i was surprised how many hours I put into it. And so I'm looking forward to the second one for that. Those types of games for me hit me just certain moods where I will go in and I played State of Decay 2 probably three or four weeks ago. And I jumped back in. I started a brand new world, everything to make sure I could figure it out again. 
And I was instantly hooked of like, okay, yeah, I got to take over this camp. I got to recruit people, broken into houses, ro- drove over zombies, and you start building and building and building. And I'm like, man, I can get sucked into something like that. Um, but I hear you. It's not for everybody because it is very, it can be tedious. And if you're looking for a certain thing of like, yeah, I want to be able to go off. And I'm like, okay, you're talking like Last of Us. <laughs> you want to be able to go have that that solo experience. Yeah, and I, I thoroughly enjoy those solo experiences. Same. So I, like, but that's the best thing about Game Pass. There are those games. I can go out and find those games. And and one of those games is coming on December 8th, which is Halo. So it, it worked out for me. Um, they also spoke about Age of Empires, or yeah. should we just say they, they gave us a step-by-step on how to use a trebuchet? Yes. Um, <laughs> The trebuchet. The game, the game will hit for me, but the whole video they did did not hit for me. I felt like I was watching the History Channel or A and E, and I, it, I don't know. I just felt the pacing was off on this presentation, mm. and there were things like Crusader Kings Three. I didn't even know it existed, or there was a two or a one. But I'm, as someone who likes Civilization and likes games like Game Age of Empire, I'm going to try that game. So Same. there was there was a couple things. There were some indie titles that came out that they showed. But all in all, what was your impression of day one of Gamescom? I, Xbox? I thought it was a little bit all over the place like you. I thought that they even as we've recapped it and gone through some of the stuff, I felt like the pacing and their choices of even just the structure of literally the, the day could have been done better. And like we've been talking about, get people invest why game pass why am i coming into the xbox system i don't think it did that i think again yes i know xbox said that they're not showing anything crazy new it's stuff we already know about and that's fine because there's a lot of great stuff to be excited about but i wanted a little more and i wanted a better structured show where i was gonna hear about like if it were me i would have let off like us like we've said psychonauts 2 and tagging how it's out now play it now play it on game pass um i would have yeah talked about sea of thieves talked about age of empires in there then rolled into something bigger like halo uh flight simulator almost and forza horizon but gone almost with the sequence of when things were getting released because we're basically going to be going from now and let's just say september 1st until uh december 8th and we're getting into that final quarter and that final run for Xbox for this calendar year. I would have almost teed up the games that way in terms of what what you're showcasing, leading to X uh, to Halo, excuse me, as the big one for December eighth. And I know we we're talking about that for day two, but yeah, I found it a little clunky, little disjointed, nothing surprising. But as I was watching and going through my timeline and my feed, I was kind of like, okay, yeah. I know Age of Empires is coming, same as you. I played Age of Empires 1 and 2 on my PC years ago. Loved it. I loved Age of Empires 1 when I was younger. Uh, and that's a game I would want to play on Game Pass. Forza has me excited. Peripherals have me excited. But otherwise, like Sea of Thieves, eh, I'm lukewarm on. I've tried it. I've gone through it. I appreciate it. I think they've done a tremendous job with that game, but it, that game doesn't speak to me. But other games do. I just wish that they structured it differently. And then the one game that I didn't mention yet, and you alluded to, was Forza. And the reason I left it, because it was the one game where I was like, I don't think you needed to show me anymore. I think they honestly could have just shown the most amazing looking controller. So we'll talk about, they showed off a Forza controller. Oh my gosh. See-through yellow with like a pink paint going across the top. It 
it's a spray paint. It looks phenomenal. They could have done a whole thing of just showing a scissor reel again and not doing a deep developer dive because I'm already sold on that game. I think everybody else is. Yeah. And just showed off the controller because after day one, the only text messages or messages I got from people were, are you going to pre-order the yeah. controller? Isn't that crazy that. though? That that's, we'll talk about Halo in a bit, but isn't that wild that, and kudos to Xbox because of how they market and handle peripherals where I was the same as you. The biggest thing that came out of my timeline and my feed for the rest of the day was look at this controller. I was ooing over it. I'm like, this thing is awesome. I'm buying it. I'm pre-ordering it. Um, yeah. Like, and I found with for, uh, Forza over the years as well from Xbox's E3 press conferences where they show off the latest version of Forza, for, whether it's Motorsport or it's Horizon. And Horizon, I think, speaks to a broader, more casual audience. I think that they've always kind of struggled with it in terms of trying to relay the message and get the game across and wow people. Because to your point, we're already sold on it. We already love Forza. And if it's now that it is going to be, you know, day in day Game Pass, it's there. And we had it last year in Game Pass, but that was kind of almost the, you know, carryover from when we didn't have it. Now it's like the first one of its kind where it is truly available on Game Pass day one. People are going to play it. It's the most beautiful game out there for racing fans. And it's it just clicks and it works and it feels good and it feels good with the controller. I just feel like every year they've struggled with Forza because they bring out like a car on stage and they stand next to car and then they talk about it or they do the developer deep dives on it. Those are great for a very, very hardcore audience. But I don't think that that's what this platform was for. This was Gamescom and this is to show off more games. And yeah, getting developer deep dives, that doesn't interest me. And I like Forza, but I'm not hardcore. Save that for a Twitch stream, in my opinion. Save that for oh. live on Xbox. Yeah, or just do like a, you could do developer deep dives. You could be like, hey, we've got this. Go on our YouTube page. And that's yes. also promoted YouTube. Or even say, hey, right now, have an Xbox app, which is on our consoles. And everybody has it so that we could go in and do behind the scenes of games. So it's almost like little, you know how you have extras when you get a Blu-ray? or yeah. which Which we all love. Um, you can go in and watch the little extras for each of your games. So the games that you have on Game Pass, you can be like, here's a developer deep dive on Forza Horizon 5. All that stuff should be just automatically available on your Xbox and that you can watch it. And then they can just show sizzle reels. It's a, that was my only complaint. Like I look at the schedule right now. So Forza comes out in November. I'm going to be playing that. Yep. And then you said maybe Battlefield. I'm like, when do I have time to even play Battlefield? Because you I won't. You'll be like February, March when you turn it on. And also to in your defense, uh, battle like I assume the servers will work. I played Battlefield Four when it came out on PS4 day one. You could not play the game, like it took two months for it to actually work. That was then. I'm sure it works now, but you'll be better off. The game will be in a better, different state. I guess is my point. Think about it. You have Guardians of the Galaxy at the end of October. Oh, I forgot about Guardians. Yeah, right on my, on my birthday. Then you have Forza drop. Then you have Halo drop. So you have three games that you, and then you also have Far Cry. Yeah, you got Far Cry in there and State of Decay if you want to pick that up, which we won't have time for. Not to mention Backlog. Well, so I'll probably definitely play State of Decay, but I'll play that with like yourself or the guys over at the yeah. Dads in a console. I'll just play that for a bit and that could be that game I can play. But otherwise, my time's going to be on all these other games. So 
it's 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 tough what's happening so let's talk about day two which i still say we're we'll talk about i say day two and day one you make it together and xbox does their own thing and it's way better but i guess you got to give jeff Kaylee some something they they gave him at the game awards that's where you announced the xbox series x and did very well for them Mm -hmm. and i think day two kind of made everybody forget about day one because day two i literally got a phone call while i was away telling me pre-order something right away and i went in and i couldn't get it (laughs) because they were like you're missing something pre-order now and i couldn't get it so on day two on opening night live we got a limited edition xbox series x console yeah halo infinite edition and i am happy to say that i have secured the bag and i have one yeah you do you silly man now tell the beautiful audience what consoles do you currently have court in your possession I, (laughs) i have a xbox series s and i already have an xbox series x not to mention the controllers I yeah. have a yeah. black robot white uh, design lab for my daughter, and I have the Volt. And now I will have Forza, Forza Aqua, Aqua Blue, and Halo, a Halo Edition Xbox. So I will have to sell a console because um, I don't think I need. Eh, Get we'll sell sell the sell the original, the old Series X, and keep no. that Halo. Why? Well, why wouldn't I just sell the S? Okay, if you have, yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, sell the less powerful console if it's an option. I don't know it's what your option. options. Well, we'll see. But then there was also the the controller that I couldn't, the, the thing that I couldn't get. I I wasn't able to get it from Best Buy. It went live. I I was too late. There's the Elite Series Two mm. Halo Edition controller that I tried desperately to get. I was couldn't get it on through uh, the Xbox webpage. And then I tried again through the Best Buy. I couldn't get it. Now, Amazon UK has it, but then with all the fees and everything, it ends up being like $300. I'm not doing that. Um, so that is the controller I do want to get. I am a huge fan of the Elite Series Elite Series controllers. I had an Elite Series 2. Two of them broke on me. Hmm. Um, I did return them. It, it kind of turned me off, but I'm hoping that I can snag the halo one and I'll jump back in because, you know, zeroing out the triggers and so on it makes life easier, especially to play halo on to play halo. Um, yeah. Like, so, and um, the halo edition controller too, like similar to the Forza one they showed, it's got more of a like real, like bigger grip on the back. It seemed like, like it's just more tactile and there's just, yeah, there's better grip than what we have on the current like series X controllers. We have a little bit of that, grit i thought that it was i'm probably thinking of the forza one it had like some real like rubbery texture to it like they were well, thinking yeah, that looked, up it looked like racing gloves were on the back of it yeah it really cool and i thought Just that they did something that. they did something different with the halo one too but yeah they're the halo uh series x looks amazing kudos on you for, for snagging one try Ooh, yeah try to get that well, in the door kudos on who is it somebody blasted it on on twitter and uh, they said that they grab one from Best Buy, and I'm like, Boop, oh, boom, <laughs> and then I just grab one. Might as well. I, thought, I thought about grabbing two. I'm not gonna lie, but um, it is what it is. But Xbox has made me a peripheral collector. I never collected. I've I've owned many consoles. I've never collected controllers. But 
these Xbox controllers, they're just they're just so darn fun. I don't know. You can you can get little fancy ones. This is just the plain black one, but yeah there's too many like when like you said we talked about the forza controller when that was shown off i'm like oh i'm getting that because i'm gonna play forza and i love to be able to have them and it's just there's so much detail and care put into that versus just straight up color and i i wanted to ask you this for the show do you think that we see this trend going forward more and more we've had in the past consoles like with 360 and xbox one where they brought out like the gears console and they always kind of come out with like different stickers and and dbrand stuff and even the controllers to a degree xbox has always kind of done that in that market space do you think now with the popularity and how well series x and s and the peripherals are doing where like freaking controllers are sold out do you think that we see that going forward with more games and what games do you want to see them keep going with this where they're like custom so, controller custom console so i do like i also want to mention one more thing about the halo console the top instead of being green is blue oh i didn't catch that that's awesome yeah, so it looks like it has stars on the side too I'm, I'm very excited to see this thing um unbox it you know kiss it, it it'll be yeah, fantastic um i think they will but i don't think halo makes sense to make a console yeah but I don't think they, with the popularity of people buying these controllers, even for Gears, they don't even have to make consoles. They can make True. controllers. And they can still pump out. Because especially with the chip shortages still happening, um, it might be easier for them to just make controllers. Pump out controllers. Just pump out. They, they can do a C. I, I would love a Sea of Thieves one. Uh, the last Sea of Thieves one looked beautiful with the colors, just the purple. Um, obviously... You have gears eventually there's going to be another gears you could have a gears controller um there's so many endless possibilities even third party the the third party companies they could make deals with xbox to make some pretty sick controllers guardians of the galaxy controller if we had a Shredder's Revenge controller, oh my god! I know, and you think that they would want a companies like that? Like, hey, they got smaller smaller indie developers. The TMNT game, I'm super pumped for. And that that one's like even a 2022 release date, um, mm-hmm. release window. But yeah, I would love to see smaller devs team up with a Lego, X- a Lego controller. Give me yeah. a controller that looks like I'm made, it's made of Lego. That's horribly uncomfortable. That's no, 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 no. Look. <laughs> oh, it looks, look, looks, just look, doesn't look. feel. <laughs> it's all bumpy and rigid. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just feel the, the possibilities are endless yep. with regards to controllers uh and people are collecting them now they are i i don't think it's just you and me sitting there being like we've got two three controllers and we're primarily people that are playing solo in our homes because we're daddies we've got limited time but that's that's what our income goes towards because we're the gen that grew up with collecting the toys and gi joes and transformers and everything else and it segued into continuing the collections but then get it sprinkling into our gaming now where instead of just having the standard this is your white controller this is your black controller and the other consoles makers will come out with some colors and three or four but it's just not the same and because xbox just feels like they just do so much more when it comes to the controller customization and i know sony will come up with some that will be like they'll have the spider-man one and a few others but nothing that 
is consistent enough. And I agree with you. I think that what Xbox could be doing going forward is more on the controller side. You make a good point about chip shortage. It's not that it's hard, necessarily hard to put out these, you know, reskin versions of the consoles themselves, but it's way, it's got to be way easier to reskin a controller and pump those out. But they do a lot better job. Like when Sony brings out, when they brought out their Spider-Man console on the controller, it was like, man, like it was just a red thing with the Spider-Man symbol on it. It was just like, they didn't put any effort into it. And I was like, come on now. And they do that a lot. But when they brought, they bring out a a Star Wars one, it's kind of just, they'll just put a logo on it. Right. Yeah. And when, when Xbox does something, they do pizzazz like this force of controller is wow. It's next level. It's, it's something different it is not just like the volts and it's got like a little bit extra color they went all out but even the halo controller that's coming with the limited edition console it looks amazing too i'm just pulling it up again it looks so good so yeah so to recap halo infinite is coming out december 8th they didn't show any gameplay footage um they did show another multiplayer uh type trailer trailer um, but on that on that, that note court with no campaign footage shown off what do you think about that we've got december 8th is right around the corner there's been the flights but there's no real details with, with the campaign and we'll do a different episode when we're going to talk later about more in depth on halo and what's going on but what do you think about lack of campaign does that worry you does that make you concerned at all that uh, what the campaign even is it, it does and it doesn't. Um, there was an article on IGN from uh, Wesley LeBlanc, LeBlanc sorry. Uh, 343 Industries has seen and heard a disappointment over the campaign's lack of appearance during the Gamescom, and Halo Infinite head of creative Joseph Staten has now addressed where the campaign was and reported by GameSpot. We're, we're at a critical phase in flight that Halo that is Halo Infinite, so it's extremely important to avoid distractions and stay focused on mission-critical tasks only, Dayton wrote in the, la- the latest Inside Infinite News post. For campaign, that means putting maximum effort into ensuring wide-open adventure-filled experiences you'll get to play on December 8th is as great as it can possibly be, and gameplay demos and trailers not only take a huge amount of effort to do well, they also take the psycho away from bugs and other shutdowns. So that answer there was amazing mm-hmm. to me. Um, because I've seen many, many deep developer deep dives where they talk about how much how taxing it is on them to make these trailers and to do all these things or even have gameplay footage that people can play with because it takes them away from everything. And nine times out of ten, the, the the stuff we see never ends up being in the game. True. So the fact that they have given us a release date of December 8th and they've said we'd rather just work on the game makes me even more comfortable i guess I there is a sense no yeah i guess that there is a sense of confidence there right of for them feeling like hey we we're so we're theoretically we're so confident in the campaign aspect that's done we don't need to worry about that we are trying to make sure that we get this multiplayer experience right uh i think that's great i understand too even where you're coming from of like they put for a lot of developers when they put out a single player campaign trailer or something you're like yeah uh, a moment of that was in the game or they showed so much of it that you were like oh this is the first 15 minutes of the game Eh, that takes away from the experience so at least the positive is that we get to go in very very surprised and 
not knowing what to expect from a campaign experience. I wonder, as probably already out there, I'm just silly and stupid, but I wonder if they're if the campaign experience is going to be very interwoven with the online experience where it's going to be very, the missions are going to be, excuse me, the missions are going to be very heavily influenced and look a lot like the missions you get in the multiplayer because it's very so open you, world. Like, like, like destiny. Yeah. And that's what I wonder. That's the path they're going on and why they are spending so much time and effort and everything to make sure they try to get the multiplayer right because everything hinders on it. So maybe, maybe the multi, maybe the single player is done, baked, don't want to put resource into it. Cool. Cause it's all about multiplayer right now. And that makes total sense. The flip side could be the, the single player is like a destiny where it is all interwoven with that multiplayer experience. When you finish that single player campaign and it's these missions of going around to either different planets or different aspects of the world. Um, and you get that kind of tried and true Halo experience, then you open up into the open world of Halo Infinite Online, and you're like, yeah, this this part of the world, this was this part of the map, this was all in, in the solo experience. Now I have different challenges and things I have to do for uh, my battle pass every month. I don't know. I'm still very excited. I love that we don't know. It's one of the few times when you get a new game, and even in a Halo game, where you're not beaten over the head with what to, what you're going to expect that you're almost sick of it and this is a game that was technically supposed to come out last year right we're supposed to get it with our launch of our console with the series x it's on the box yeah it's on the box yeah. so you know to not have with people craving it and wanting it and we're very very close now i think they've also done a very good job of not burning fans out with over delivering and gushing information out so much uh that people are like i feel like i've already played it and then they get their hands on it and they're like meh so i'm happy that they're working so hard on multiplayer i'm happy they've done the tech demos and they've done the flights and people are like yourself you're like i'm super excited just by playing that and we'll see but december 8th then no campaign yet yeah it's okay yeah so for me the overall impression i had of the two days was they made me spend money, so they did their job. As much as everybody's out there going, it's a math day one, and yeah, they showed they showed they didn't show campaign on Halo. We're all talking about everybody. They sold out of Xbox Series X limited edition Halo consoles. They sold out of uh, Elite Series Two Halo controllers, and everybody's pre-ordering the Forza controllers. So yeah, Xbox did their job, and you're getting right. They they've sold all of these pre-orders now. And you're getting into back to school. You're getting into then the holiday rush of Black Friday when for a lot of the world, Canada, US, things are opening up, are opened up. So people will go back to online shopping and brick and mortar shopping around Black Friday and the holidays and Christmas time. And they'll keep selling out more and more and more. So Xbox is in a very healthy place. I think this is just very much a reminder of what is coming and what's already out. I think they just could have done a better job with how it was put together. But yep. yeah, at the end of the day, I think it's still showing, like like you said, that many controllers and peripherals are just sold out, sold out, sold out. So they did their job. Someone's happy at Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> or, by, or Microsoft. Yeah, yeah, really. 
so we have the yeah we have the halo uh controller news we have gamescom day one and day two but ladies and gentlemen let us know your thoughts what did you think of gamescom day one halo day two december 8th what games are you excited to play coming into this fall is it are you still playing psychonauts right now are you going to just be playing Halo Infinite or are you grabbing anything else when it comes to Microsoft and Xbox? Let us know. Court, before we wrap up, let everybody know where can they find you? Where can they message you, tweet at you, bug you about your consoles and the controllers you're using? You can find me on Twitter at Court Lalonde. That's uh, where you can hear me on Three Dads in a Console, uh, which airs every Thursday on uh, Podcatchers. Very, very nice, my friend. You can check me out if you want to. Matt is a symbol underscore show on Twitter or here at youtube.com slash assemble show because we have all of your gaming content, wrestling content, and this all Xbox podcast coming at you every single week. Court, thank you as always for joining me on the show. We got more show to talk about, so everyone needs to stay tuned. It'll be a lot of fun. Thanks so much for watching, everybody, or listening, I guess. I should start saying that because people are in the audio realm too. Either way, thanks, everybody, and we'll see you on the next episode. See you next time. Thank you.